But you know what? Go ahead. Well, Welcome to the podcast. Um, I'm here with Jeremy and Free. And it's been a crazy weekend in the Premier League. What do you guys think about? It has how, been. I has I'm been. Uh, I'm glad to see City back in form a little bit. Got that win against uh, who they play Sheffield. Yeah. Yeah. And do do you think uh, City performed how they're supposed to? No, because they should have won three nil or something like that, and they won by one goal. You know, so um, last year, um, last season, City were beating people with four, five, three. But what what do you think has changed in City's game? Well, so they started focusing a lot on the defense. They brought in a lot of new new defenders, you know. So I think that's that's part of the focus. Sergio Aguero didn't play, you know. Um, Gabriel Jesus didn't play either. I think he's out with an injury. So, you know, they didn't they didn't have a, a proper scorer playing. And so basically, they Sterling is their man right now. Right now he is, and he's he's in in top form right now. So, no complaints about him, but. De Bruyne has been out as well this year, so mm-hmm. they've dealt with some. Yeah, they've dealt with some injuries, but even with that, you know, they they get eleven points right now. They're only five behind Liverpool, so. You know, and there's a lot of season think, play. Do you think like Pep? You think Pep is gonna step away after this season from City, or you think he's gonna carry on as a City manager? What do you think, Jeremy? Uh, I just kind of want to go back to. To what he said about, um, you know, Man City, uh, you know, their playing style. And in my opinion, I feel like their struggle stems from, you know, them not growing with the times. You know, sticking to this La Masia style, you know, it's it's it's, it's clearly getting older than, um, than they probably projected. Mainly Pep. And I feel like, you know, once... Um, you know, playing from the back is all good and dandy and looks beautiful, right? And, you know, completing 800 passes in one game is gorgeous. But in the EPL, let's be honest, it's a shotgun league. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you gotta, you know, you got to play that ball forward and progressive more often than not because you got a lot of, you know, hard-nosed attackers. And that's exactly, how, that's exactly how Leeds play. Leeds are not mm-hmm. the, one of the best teams, but Leeds, they don't... Pass the ball like Arsenal does, but but Leeds are are very efficient with what they do. And Aston Villa was on a streak, and Leeds beat them three zero because Leeds didn't need the possession; they just mm-hmm. wanted to score they, and they get their attack. chances and, yeah, they, and they, they make do. them count. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly what was frustrating with City is because they. They have there so much possession, you know, they have, they'll have like 65% of the possession in a game and, you know, the other team has better, has better opportunities in the game because they get caught on the counter and, and stuff. But uh, going back to what you said, um, you said like La Masia style or something La like Masia. that? La Masia. La Masia? Barcelona style. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And that's how Guardiola. The passing from the back. Like, yeah, not how to play. Okay. Because Guardiola, I mean, it's a good way to approach the game, but sometimes it's more than that. Because mm-hmm. you'll face a team that they're comfortable letting you have the ball. Mm-hmm. 
They just want you to give them a chance, two chances to counterattack. Give them a chance to go on a break. And there are sides in the Premier League that this small, especially the small clubs, they're not looking to pass the ball. They're looking to, to get out on a break as soon as, and as, use soon as every you chance a, they get. Yeah, as soon as you make a mistake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's exactly what Aston Villa has been doing, if you look at it. Mm-hmm. Jack Grealish, top notch. Very on good my fantasy team. Yeah. So I'm very happy with that man. I feel like you know to kind of to kind of piggyback on what you guys were saying. You know, I personally feel like um, you know, in order for Man City to be the Man City that we all know and love, you know, they kind of you know they have to change. You know, Ederson's good with his feet, but you know, you keep losing the ball in your defensive third. They're going to get cookies and, you know, eat them all up. You know, just kind of made that up. <laughs> but, you know, it is, you know, it is what it is. Um, but, yeah. 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 I understand that because, you know, some, this is a Premier League. Any mistake can cost you a lot. Look at Liverpool against Aston Villa, 7-2. Who, who expected that? Yeah. But Virgil, you know, but Virgil. Phenomenal you know, Virgil. coach. But the thing is that everyone going into the game, oh, Liverpool is going to wipe Oh, Virgil the floor. van Dijk being out, yeah, yeah. But Virgil was playing that game. Was and he? Yeah, he was, but he was he was absurd. You know, and that's the other thing, you know, he's he's still a world-class player. Not mm-hmm. gonna, you know, everyone's allowed to have a bad game, mm-hmm. in my opinion. But 7-2. 7-2. You know, we got to let the that champions. sit in. You know, against them, you know, so it's, it's, it's one of those things you got to have to swallow, like it's okay to be, you know, upset and depressed the night of, but when you wake up the next morning, you know, you can't let that linger, right? I think that was a wake up call for Jurgen Klopp. You wake up call for Jurgen Klopp, like, oh, my, my formation and my strategies are not really that perfect as I thought. Mm -hmm. So he has to switch some things up. Yeah. And when uh, he, that's, I think that's part of the reason why he brought in Nathaniel Phillips this weekend to play. Because he was looking for options. Fabinho got injured last game. And Virgil Dak was already injured and Fabinho was, being, was playing center back. How long is uh, Fabinho out for? Um, I don't know. I don't know how long he is out for, but he won't be playing the next three weeks. I know that for sure. Yeah, so you got Virgil out for the year. Mm-hmm. You got Fabinho out for three weeks. Mm-hmm. At least, at least. So that's so that's center uh, defensive third. And Fabinho is not even a center back, but he does. He did. He does a good, good job. He does a good job, but so now Klopp has to re-strategize and and like you know it's a challenge for him. Like, what well, what would I do? Because the transfer transfer window is over. So he can't sign any players. So he has to adjust and use the players he has at the moment. I think the uh, a lot of the top teams this year are kind of struggling out of the gate, you know, like like to get going. Like this isn't going to be a year where the top team scores 100 points, you know. It's not going to be like in the couple of years past where Liverpool just was out and ahead of everybody the whole, the whole season, you know. Um, so teams going to make adjustments, but I feel like it's like the table's still wide open right now, you know, for for any team. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. United sitting in, in 15th it's right now. They're not going to they're not going to finish the year in 15th. Yeah. Mm, good point. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, it's still, you know, still extremely young, but you know, it's always good to have kind of a stable uh a stable base. You know, you know, talking about teams, you know, I believe fifth place is, you know, Chelsea. <laughs> Right now, you know. You a, you a fan of that team or something? <laughs> I don't want to, you know. Be... You believe that? Hold on, let me. F- Actually, in sixth. It's sixth. sixth. Okay, sixth. But what's the, but what's the points? Uh, like who who's in front of us, and how many points do we have? How many points do? Yeah. Have? So so ahead of you guys, um, all tied with thirteen points. Everton, uh, who who has been playing? Everton's tied with yeah. thirteen points. Um, Everton, Southampton, and the Wolves. They're all tied with 13. They so all if get we 13. get a win and they get a bad result, then we just scoot up three more places. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I think this is obvious to say, Chelsea, I think, worldwide had the best transfer window. Oh, yeah, probably. for sure. Oh, for I sure. don't I don't disagree with that. For sure. You know, and I think Hakeem and Timo, they're starting to find their Kai comfortability. Havertz, Kai Havertz, they're all starting to find their comfortability in the EPL because it's a hard league. But, you know, I think getting all of them in at the same time kind of took the pressure off of I'm doing this, I'm developing by myself. But, like, no, like, you know, we're kind of all doing this together. That's a good you point. You know, so, you know, Hakeem, I don't know if, you know, you guys ended up watching his last two games, you know, in the UEFA oh, yeah, and the game, yeah. the game yesterday. Man, Good performance, man. He's he's he on fire. he's right now because he wasn't playing earlier mm-hmm. due to injury, but he came back and UEFA, as you said, he performed very well and had a goal to go with it. And, and an assist. Did and he this weekend he had a goal and an assist, mm. and My still boy. kept the same performance, high level. So and. But even in the defense, Katsuma, Katsuma is living up to what we thought he can do right now. He's not as consistent as a Chelsea fan would enjoy. Mm-hmm. In my, in but my right now, he's, Chelsea fan, he is he is, a, he is holding it together. He is, but you know, as a Chelsea fan, I think it's fair to say I'm still waiting for his fuck up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's one of those situations, you know? So, you know, we'll see... We'll see where it goes from. You know, Antonio Rudiger apparently is, uh, you know. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. What's going on with Rudiger? So, you know, Frank is just not a huge fan of him. You know what I mean? He's not a he's not a huge fan. It's more of, it's kind of like the Reese James situation. Mm-hmm. You know? So. And I want to ask a question. What do you guys think about United. United and this season. I you think worst coach in the EPL. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Worst think coach so? in this in the EPL. Why do you say that? He plays players out of position. He uh, you could just tell the motivation. It's just not there, you know. It's just not there. Yeah, they have they have the talent, you know, and it just it hasn't come together for them. To this point, and last few seasons, really comes down to I feel like United took the cheap way out and bought a uh, cheap um, coach, and kind of just hopefully hoped that uh, you know that it'll kind of figure itself out, you know. But we'll see how it goes. I think uh, Everton kind of showed their true colors today. 
mm-hmm. if I'm being honest, showed their little uh, true Apparently, um, I was watching a game, and apparently, without Richardson, they haven't won a game. Mm. Without Richardson. Ever since Richardson signed for Everton, they haven't won a game without Richardson. Without him? Yeah, they haven't won a game without Richardson ever since he signed it. Richardson has was has been out for the past two games. Because he got a record against Liverpool. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's correct. So what, what, you think that is just a, just a factor? Or you think it's just people talking? I mean, it's kind of one of those things, you know, I... I don't really think he is a major world-class factor, if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. I think he holds up play good enough for players like James to create. You know, it gives... It gives he... You know why I love Richardson? Because he holds up play and he gives options for the for the center midfielders. Mm-hmm. And if I think if any number nine does that, you know, and if you have class center mids, then that could be beneficial for any team. He does know? his job. And... Yeah. And speaking about people who are doing the job, Decorey on the Everton midfield, mm. he's doing a great job. Mm-hmm. So I forget Hamas. Hamas, I mean, Hamas. But everyone's known, right? It's it's, it's known he's gonna do a good job. Yeah, it's and known. the fun, the, the fact, like Ancelotti signs him everywhere he goes. Mm. Ancelotti signed him in Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. Signed him in Bayern Munich. Now he signed him in Everton. Like, Ancelotti loves James Rodriguez. He signs him everywhere he goes. Good reason. You know where you're going to get out of Because he probably knows. And Ancelotti is a top-notch coach. He's a good coach. He's not top five. He's not top five. It's debatable now, but look at the things Ancelotti has done in his, in his career. He wasn't keen today, I can tell you that. I mean... Sometimes you know, yeah, like you right. said, like you said, like we we have bad days and good days as mm-hmm. players as coaches. So you have to understand that sometimes your play or your strategy won't work because it's probably not the day for it to work. Mm. But take nothing away from the effort that Ancelotti makes towards Everton and. As a, especially if you're, you know, people think about Real Madrid, Bayern Munich, big clubs, Barcelona, Liverpool, Arsenal. But if you go to Everton and put up performances like he has done, that is impressive. Don't you agree? I do. I do. I do. Uh, you know, but in my opinion, you know, as a, as my personal opinion, I should say, I, his, his, his teams are a bit boring. His teams are a bit boring, you know? It's, um... And... It's just not my style. You know, I respect the man. What do you think about it? Well... I mean, what do you mean by boring? Like... Results are results. I mean, I... Results are results. Guaranteed. But I think... I guess I look at it like Jose Mourinho. You know? You know, it's more, if we're talking about results as results, Jose Mourinho is the perfect guy to, to kind of tie that to, right? Extremely boring. But not everybody can be Jose, though. But not everyone you know? can be Jose. <laughs> so if you compare everyone to, to him, there's a lot of teams that are 
are boring, you know, mm-hmm. but they, they just have to rely on, on different things than these huge clubs do at the same time, you know? True, true. They, if you don't have, if you don't have top level talent, your team's not going to be as creative and, and consistently putting up a bunch of goals a game, you know, it makes it, it makes it difficult. Yeah, and that that's very true because um, the adversity that teams are facing in the Premier League is just crazy right now. Tottenham. Let's talk a little bit about Tottenham. Mm-hmm. How do you guys feel about Tottenham? They're so inconsistent. Mm. I, I, I want them to be good. Tottenham is inconsistent. You know, Tottenham, sometimes they're amazing. <laughs> Tottenham sometimes they're amazing on the field, and next are week, they, next week they're totally lost. Are they amazing or is Son amazing? Son is amazing. No, There's but no, no Harry that. Kane is amazing too. Sometimes. Oh, so Harry, so Harry he Kane has not been Harry Kane lately. Yeah, he's not been the Harry Kane yeah. we used to. So, yeah. 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 yeah, Harry Kane is amazing on you know a casual game when you're playing a Sheffield United or something like that. But once you once he's playing Liverpool, once he's playing a top club, he is he is not that elite striker that's that he is against lesser that teams. That is presented, you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So what I think you know your top players have to be that consistently, even in those tough games, especially in those tough games, and they're not gonna they're not gonna push past being this like outside of the top tier place that they're in without their top players playing elite all the time. Son is maybe the exception because he's he does play exceptionally. And going back to what you say, Jeremy, about Jose Mourinho, he's coaching Tottenham right now. Do you think he's doing a good job of coaching Tottenham or you think he's just he's just working with the flow? If I'm being honest, working with the flow. I don't, you know, as uh as a proud Portuguese, you know, I would love to say Jose is the best coach in, in the EPL. But I think all soccer fans can come to an agreement. This is not the Jose soccer, the Jose atmosphere, the Jose personality that we've all grown to love and, you know, consider him legendary. He's still a legend. Is, is part of what you're saying, though, is it about... His, his legacy more than what he's done recently. Being sacked twice in the past four years. Not a good look. I he, think that, and those were for valid reasons. Like, exactly. You know? you know, exactly. The players didn't like him, I think. The player, and you know, he's starting to build that same exact rep with Tottenham. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's going to bring my heart to, crum- to, to crumbles and pebbles if he gets sacked again. You know? And I, I, I hope that he's smart enough to know when to leave. You know? Well, what, what, what should Tottenham be aiming for this season? Top where four. should they, where should top they be? Four. They top should four. aim the league. They, 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 they should. They have the players that get top four. They don't have the players. I feel to to win the league. I don't think. No, I, I think. I, yeah, everyone would agree with that. You know. But it's it's a competitive league this year for Harry sure. Harry Kane There's... needs to play like Harry Kane consistently through the, uh, thick and thin. Yeah. And you know if if he keeps getting good results there, but then let's talk about the youth. They they really do not have youth compared to the likes of Liverpool, Manchester United, Chelsea. But they had they had Harry Winks coming up from the ranks. But is that enough? 
No. You know, you have Greenwood coming out of fucking Manchester United. Mm-hmm. You know, you have Kai coming out of Chelsea. Mm-hmm. You know, you have, uh, what's that, uh, Jones coming out of Liverpool. Mm-hmm. You know, you have all these youth potential, like they, they have skyrocketed potential. You know, who does Tottenham have that has that same potential? They have no future. No, they have that's no a, future. It's, for them, that's the thing. So they're just aiming to be a top four team. And, for now. And, right, and it's not like hopes of, but our young players are going to be this much better next year. You know, they're uh, next year they're going to be the same team, more mm-hmm. or less, you know, and, and aiming for the same same thing. And that that's what I mean. They just can't kind of get out of this place that they're in. You know, it's almost like even movement in any any direction would be better than than just staying at this, you know, four, fourth or fifth team in the league. I agree. That makes sense. Um, how do you think about Wolves? You mean the you mean Portugal? <laughs> <laughs> That's Portugal. <laughs> they just signed Semedo, this transfer window. I've seen, I've they want to make a whole Portugal Portuguese team. What is that? Six starting players? Six? Six? Uh, What's going on with that? Why do they sign Portuguese players all the time? Oh man, you know I really I gotta look more into it. I don't know if the president's Portuguese. <laughs> I don't know what the deal is, but, you know, it's definitely the Portuguese uh, national team, you know? Hopefully they get Ronaldo next year. Hopefully. <laughs> they play Leicester next. That should be a good game. Who plays Leicester next? The Wolves. That will be a Oof. good game. Leicester good leads tomorrow, though. Le- you know oh, what, really? Yeah, you know what I see? Like, 8-7. <laughs> 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 I see 8-7 nah. tomorrow. Leicester misses a Yunchu, though. So Yunchu is injured, man. Yeah, yeah, but I don't think that is as deep as some would say. I mean, as you know, as deep as you know, I would say per se. You know, I think Leicester is, my opinion, a well coached team, mm-hmm. a very very well coached team. You know, and I think he's kind of on his pathway of you know proving that he is, in my opinion, he's a top three coach in the EPL this year. Mm-hmm. You know. Let's be honest with each other. He does not have a world-class roster. Mm-mm. He does not have a world-class roster. No, no. He, but he's, he's getting the job done. He's getting the job done. You know? So, you know, I think this year, truthfully, is going to be a very, very, very entertaining uh, season. You know, you have a lot of teams that are, you know, playing very well. They're playing good soccer. You know, every, there's there's a ton of good coaches, mm-hmm. you know, a ton of young talent. It's fun. And team, I yes, and I, I don't think that's really any team's playing at their full potential right now either, you know. So the season's just going to get better. Chelsea, I mean, Chelsea's almost there. Chelsea's they, winning the league. They, I mean, again, I've told you this before, they'll be a <laughs> top four team. They should be anyways. But I don't know. I don't know if they can compete with Liverpool. Name a better team City. with better depth. Go ahead. A better team with better depth than Chelsea. I shall wait. That's a little overrated. In you the Premier League, your... actually, there's none. There's none. Chelsea has the best depth. By far, too. By far. And that's what I feel like is going gonna, is gonna to let Chelsea kind of take the championship, take the title this year as uh, the Premier League. 
holders. I'm telling you, man. And put a stitch in, in the warm up. I did see that. That yeah. was a bit stupid. And is there one? And I was, yeah. That's, That's the what I'm thing, saying. Man. Yeah. Who, like, you know, we have Pulisic, Hakeem, Kai, uh, you know, all these players up top. Tammy is still a solid player. Callum, solid player. You know, we have these players, like, you know, they might not be, you know, uh, elite, elite. But they're above average players, you know? And our defense. Let's talk about the defense real quick, you know? Just real quick. You know, we have Reese James, you know, Ben Showell, Thiago Silva, and Zuma. That might be the best all-around back four in the league. Think about it. Who has a better back four it's than Chelsea? It's back four. For sure. On a healthy day, I think Liverpool has a better back four. All right, but we're talking about a healthy day, but Virgil's out for the entire season, yeah. Yeah. which drastically yeah. brings their right. depth down. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, does Chelsea have the best defense in the league? Right now, I'd say yes. Yeah. Does Chelsea have the best depth attacking-wise in the league? Oh, yeah, they definitely do. Does, is Mendy becoming four clean sheets in a row, by the way? I don't know about the, the best No, but what do you think? Who do you think is better, Kepa or Mendy? I don't think it's close. It has to be Mendy. It has to yeah. be Mendy. But Kepa, I've seen Kepa on his good days. He's he's very good. He could be the best day. keeper in the world. But he just mentally, has... mentally, he's not there yet. Yeah, he's emotional. True. He's way too emotional. But he could be the best keeper in the entire world if he really wanted to be. But he doesn't have that mature attitude. You know. Mm-hmm. But uh, so attacking wise, all right. I was talking about, about City having some injuries earlier. On a normal day, you know, they they start Aguero and, um, you know, have the Brazilian phenom to bring on as a backup, okay? With uh, Sterling on the outside, Kevin De Bruyne serving into the box, uh, Mares on the other, the other wing. I mean, that's, I'm telling you, in, in peak form, that their attacking game's, you know, almost unrivaled. Mm. Well, who do they have coming in after that? You know what I mean? I, I get what you're saying, but like, you know, that's why I say depth is... Oh, Phil Foden. Um, and Bernardo Silva. You know, so they, they do have options. You, there's there's a little bit of a, a drop-off after after the starters, but that's going to be the case with any team. Not Chelsea. <laughs> Not so, Chelsea. Where, so realistically, where does Chelsea end this season? Above... Uh, um, Above or below Tottenham? It's not even close. It's going to be close. I hope you're right I think <laughs> I think, personally, without bias coming into play, I think Chelsea has the team to uh, win the league this year. I think Liverpool you are going to... So? I, I, I personally feel like Liverpool... The thing is, we are the only team that can suffer a couple key injuries and still put up a good Look team. Because of the depth. The depth, yeah. you know? And everyone knows depth... And youth is what can, uh, you know, make a winning league, a, a, a winning season, you know? And um, two seasons, no, three seasons ago, United was the same way. They had a lot of depth, but they couldn't, they couldn't achieve what they intended. Look at so. the coach. Frank is dedicated. Frank is a young, enthusiastic, driven he feels like he needs to make a, you know, 
Statement? A statement. There we go. He needs to make a statement. This is the year. Mm -hmm. This is the year, Frank. And let's be honest. Uh, Free and Leroy. Name one bad mistake uh, Frank has made since taking charge. He's been excellent. I won't lie to you. Whatever he had Pulisic doing in warm-ups. Other than that, I don't All know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> valid. Extremely valid. Um, I would love to know what actually happened in that warm-up, though. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, he's doing a little too much in warm-ups, that's for sure. Yeah, but he was coming back from an injury, and he was trying to push himself, I think. And I agree. I agree. You know, he is the best player on the team. You think Pulis is the best player in Chelsea? He is the best player on the team. He is the best player on the team. Who's the best player? Conte? You going to say Conte? No. <laughs> Who are you going to say? To me, personally, I think Kai Havertz is the best player on the team. Oh, man, he hasn't proven enough yet. But he's poten- and the way he plays his potential and the way he- last season he carried Leverkusen. Different league. Yeah, but I think Havertz is... Best player, modern policy. I think, but take nothing. I feel like he has potential to be. Feel like he has potential to be. I don't think right now. I think Pulisic. If you get the ball at Pulisic's feet, you know shit happens, right? He's gonna make something happen. Yeah, they they play through him, and as as they should. You know, so (laughs) he can easily, you know, can easily have a goal and an assist every game. Mm -hmm. Explosive, explosive. Let's talk about another team, though. I feel like we're, uh, you know, talking about the best team a little bit too much right yeah, now. Yeah, let's you know? talk about... Okay. <laughs> let's talk about Jay, she- Sheffield United. Oh! Uh, Where are they right now? They're, so, uh, you know, tied with uh, Fulham and Burnley for for last. They're, they're sitting like, at 18. Compare, right compare, and see, with, right now in the games, compare them to last season the same way. Sheffield United was in the top 10. At this moment, this season, last season, and they finished ninth. No, yeah, they yeah. they did yeah. finish top ten. But look at them right now, and They've, they were doing. In their some... last five games, they have one draw and four losses, and oh. they're the, the only they're the only team in the bottom that's that's played all their games. They have they played seven. Fulham and Burnley have only played six, so they're they're truly in last. And that's crazy because you think about it, like what what happened, what changed. Because Sheffield United came into the league aggressively last mm-hmm. season. Like, they weren't scared of anyone. Mm-hmm. They were playing their game. And this season, everything has changed. Yeah. Well, let's see. So, they got... They played... Their schedule hasn't been too kind. You know, they lost They lost to Leeds. Lost to the Wolves. Mm-hmm. Um, they played Aston Villa and they lost to them. But lost to Arsenal... You know, I, I think, and they lost to Liverpool. So their schedule hasn't been, been too kind. Um, they're not, and they're not a, a team that has elite talent, you know, top class talent. Um, I think last year they they came into the league eager and they, they wanted, you know, to prove themselves. And for whatever reason, that's dropped off this year. You know, they're not playing as inspired as they were. Like Leeds is now playing. You know, inspired like now Leeds looked like Sheffield United yeah. last season. Uh, I but feel like Leeds, Leeds looks op- better look, in in the opposite so. way, right? Yeah. Sheffield was one of the better defensive teams. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what gave them that top uh, top of the table type tier. 
Uh, leads is just the complete opposite. Attacking-wise... Leads, leads, leads is here for buckets. They're trying to put points on the board. Leads is here for buckets. <laughs> Somebody needs to get that tatted as a Leeds fan. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, makes, it makes it really exciting to watch. Honestly. Absolutely, man. Love Leeds. You know, Leeds. I've always said, Bielsa is one of my favorite coaches ever. You know, uh, you know, one of the best stories I've ever heard of Bielsa is his first day at Leeds, right? Or whatever, the first week. He calls all the players and, and he makes them clean the entire facility. I don't know if you guys heard about that. No. He I makes them clean the entire facility, calls all the players in, and he says, okay, uh, let's clean the entire facility. No practice today, <laughs> just clean. You know, and, you know, people that's, might, you know. You think that's a good coaching move? And now the reason why I think that's a good coaching move I think is it because it humbles yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. It humbles them, right? Mm-hmm. It humbles mm-hmm. them. Yeah. It brings them down like, you know, they're here. Let's humble them down because a humble player, in my opinion, will always be the better player, mm-hmm. right? Because they're grounded. Because they'll give everything. They'll exactly. give, give it their all. The fight. Mm-hmm. The fight. Mm-hmm. You know, you need that fight. Mm-hmm. So it might seem like, uh, you know, a funny move, uh, kind of childish, immature thing. But realistically, you know, he gets literally the most mm-hmm. out of players. You know, he gets the most. He challenges them to their complete... Uh, Extreme though, but you know I'm surprised he doesn't have more injuries than than he does. To be <laughs> fair, but but it is what it is. You know I, you know I remember Sheffield. You know Sheffield's coach. We were saying how he may have been the best coach in the league last year, and now this year things have changed. Things have dra- changed. You know what it sure. is too. They didn't sign enough players. Yeah, they didn't. But uh, the Sheffield United's budget is not compared. But they can the sign an all-star. To Arsenal. Tottenham, they can sign one Chelsea. player. They can sign mm-hmm. one player. Look at Leeds' budget. But it's one of those Chef. teams. It's one can of those we, teams. Sheffield United is one of those teams that they don't they don't really concentrate on the transfer window signing big players. But they but should, should they, right? Yeah, but they, they should be doing that. But they don't concentrate on because you know, like, okay, for example, just for example, Arsenal want to sign um, Sergio Ramos. Oh, a big person. Liverpool want to sign Sergio Ramos or someone. But Sheffield United are not looking at a player like Sergio Ramos. But they could get like like... a player like Rodrigo. That could have been a good pickup, Mm -hmm. you know? Let's boost, like, you know, let's boost the attack. You know, they could sign like, not a top, top tier player, but they could get somebody above average. Get a couple above average players, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, uh... There's a, there's a bunch of, but that's the scouting department, yeah? That's the scouting department that's got to do much, much, much better in uh, Sheffield. So, you know, I kind of feel like the scouting let him down. I think the coach let him down, and I think the front office, you know? I don't think it's fair to put um, everything on the players this year for Sheffield. No. So, you know? to, to put the spending in perspective, so Sheffield United, their coach is given... Uh, 20, 20 million dollars or 20, 20 million euros um, as their budget for the transfer window. Man City may spend 300 million euros in the transfer window next summer. So, you know, it's that's what kind of makes soccer so interesting to me is because you, you can just pay that much for players and some teams just don't have that opportunity, you know. And But then that makes other teams really exciting. Like, the, you know, Sheffield... 
was playing as well as they were without that money, you know, and it, and and to go back to what you're saying, that is why Man City can beat people five zero. Right. Because they have the capability and should of be buying and should be ultimately. Yeah. Very, very, very elite players. And Sheffield United doesn't have the capability of buying the same players Man City can. So at the end of the day, it's People have a higher restriction than others in the Premier League because Sheffield don't have the budget that Man City has. Right. And so they struggle against top teams sometimes because, like, Everton Everton made a very good investment buying James Rodriguez. And that is, that is working mm. out for them. Mm-hmm. It's proving that it was a good signing. Right. Because he's delivering. He's doing good. And people were saying earlier that, oh, James Rodriguez has never played against people who play in the Premier League like that. They don't know. James Rodriguez cannot survive in a Premier League. And look what he has done mm-hmm. already. Because that gets to show you that doesn't matter what league you play sometimes. If you're an elite player, anywhere you go, you can have an impact. Mm-hmm. And name one team that James went to and he didn't deliver. You know, a lot of people have a lot of things to say about James. But a lot of people don't understand. When he played for Real Madrid, he was a quiet player, but he led the team in assists. You know, he's a, always been that type of player like, I don't need the fame. I don't need the cameras. I'll do what needs to be done. I'm happy. You know, and that's why I've always loved James. He never went for the cameras. He always went for the play. You know, I love that. I love that about James. You know, I would take... If I was a coach... Mm-hmm. Hamas, Hamas, Conte would always be my first go-tos, you know? You know what pisses me off? That Mesut Ozil mm. has been blackboard by two different by, by everybody. Germany, blackboard. He's a good player. He's my, he, he was my a, favorite player. Why would player. you, why would you, and Ozil is even, even in his Instagram messages, his Twitter, he wants to play, but... Arsenal is not letting him play mm-hmm. because what is the reason? He, I think it's because of his personal reasons because yeah. he has his and it's not bad personal reasons. He just spoke out. He spoke out and they didn't like it. So now they're blackballing him and that's not good. Mm-hmm. He's a good player and he was spoke out for the truth. Mm-hmm. They don't like it because and then you know he retired from the German. Football team. I don't they, think he would. Well, he was the national, forced the to retire. Yeah, yeah, right, he was right. Forced to retire because of the, because of how they were treating um, Turkish and you know. Because he's originally Turkish, right? Yeah, the the, the so. way they were treating Turkish people and basically the German association was anti-Semitic. Mm-hmm. You know, and also they didn't like that because anti-Semitism is a very bad thing. Because, oh, you don't like the Jews, you don't like the Muslims, and that's not good. Mm-hmm. And Ozzy spoke out about it, and they they blackballed him. It's, it surprises me that they, they do that with, you know, a world-class player. He's... You know, you know, like, as much as you're a soccer player, you're also a human being. Right. You have your own opinions and your own words to say about something that you don't feel that is right. 
Right. And especially and, what he was talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, he was he was right and mm. he was right for standing up for for his people and yeah, for like, people. Yeah, like it's a let me give you an example. If LeBron James the way he stood up for Black Lives Matter and you cancel him. You don't play him because he stood Shut up for up something that dribble. is right. Ugh. You know, for something that is right and that's the same thing they did to Ozil. It is. And yes, but Ozil, so the difference I think is he didn't just wear a shirt that said something. You know, he he, he made it he made it yeah. like his personal cause made to to known. speak yeah, to speak out about it. And uh, did you um that you watch UFC? I have, yeah. You Khabib Khabib spoke about the French president mm-hmm. talking about Muslim people badly. I didn't watch that. Yeah, the awesome. the French president Macron spoke badly about Muslims and Khabib. You know Khabib is a he's an is honest he guy. Yeah, he's Khabib. a he's a hothead and he'll speak his mind. Is, is 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 he Muslim now? Khabib? Yeah. Oh yeah, he's Muslim. Mm. Yeah, so he's Polish so, about so, it, and he's. Sorry, I don't, I don't mean to interrupt, but he's a Russian Muslim. Yeah. Mm. You know, it's religion. It's not about nation. He's really, it's religion. I just, I don't know. Like, I think Russian. You know, let's go back. Let's, you know, let's see all the Dag- all the Dagestani, yeah. all the Dagestani fighters. Mm. Even you see all the Dagestani fighters, they're all Muslim. Really? Yeah. That's probably why they're so like uh, rigid. And they see how Khabib lives his life and how they all live their life. They are very strict and very, 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 in terms of like lifestyle, very obedient with what exactly. they want to do. In, in, even in fighting, even in their lifestyle, they are very religious and they stick to what they basically, they believe in God. Allah and they take that very seriously and so that's why Khabib when McGregor was talking all all the foul things to Khabib and his nation Khabib jumped out of the cage and ran towards Khabib, Khabib, uh, McGregor's team because they are raised in a way that you have to respect religion respect family respect the country that's why Khabib jumped over the cage and he even said after that I know it's a fight business. I know we're selling pay-per-views and everything, but you can't talk about people's nation, people's religion, people's family in such a bad way. Because you know McGregor's mouth. McGregor has a very, very wild mouth. That's what he's known for. So Khabib didn't like it. You know, and he delivered on the cage anyway. But it's just like they're raised different. They, They have values. Mm-hmm. More than other people, I think. I agree. I agree. Um, you know, I've always loved Khabib, but to kind of, you know, I don't really know too much about that whole situation, but to kind of stick to that UFC topic, if if I may, um, you know, it's gonna be a completely different tone. Who's the best UFC fighter ever? Let's have that conversation real quick. <laughs> Considering, considering Khabib may have actually retired, who's the best UFC fighter ever? Twenty nine and zero, great looking uh, to stat. me. Hey, to Are me, you honestly, saying he's the best ever? Personally, I'm not saying. I have my opinion, but I want to hear you guys' opinion. Well, first. who's your best UFC fighter ever? 
I can't say I'm I'm into UFC that much, so I don't know. Khabib's obviously that's a that's a really you know that's an impressive record. Um, Twenty nine and zero, but who has he? But who? He, but who yeah, has he, he actually fought. No, the last you six know? fights he's fought some elite people. I mean, but the, before the, that, the he champ, was champ, some he fought him. So you know my opinion. All right, so look, hear me out. Ready? Well, first, well, first, let me get an actual answer. Who's the best UFC fighter? Right now, Leroy, ever. You got to give me a name. You got to give Jones. me a name. Yes, yes. John the Bones Jones. Yeah. But know, here's my thing. Here's my thing, right? I know you've had a couple of drug tests, but... Who they, cares? But <laughs> drugs, would, drugs, would, drugs would make you be so dominant as he has been. I agree. I yeah, agree. right. So my thing is, right? So my thing is with John Jones. Now, I don't want to speak out of turn. I've seen Israel play, uh, Israel fight. I've seen John Jones fight. My opinion, I think Israel's a better fighter. That's why, why do you I, say that? Patience. Patience. Israel is, you know, he talks all this nonsense. But if you see this man fight, I've seen him fight. Oh, I love Israel Adesanya. Yeah, he is. No, he's, he's dude, my his patience fighter. in the fight. You know, his pa- he does it. You know, he, he he does everything textbook. But John Jones is the same way. Have you seen John Jones' kicks and how oh, he times God. his... Oh, God, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. But Israel's, like, you know... Israel might be Israel a little more a technical fighter. than John Jones. He would just kind no, of... No, over- I don't think so. No? John Jones is more technical. I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. John Jones is more know. technical than... In my I don't opinion... Think, I, don't think it's, I don't think it's by far... But I think by like two percent, mm-hmm. like five percent, Izzy's got him on technical you think ability. So? Because you know John Jones sometimes gets carried away, mm-hmm. but he's so talented enough, he's able to re like you know like reestablish himself to get the control of the fight. He's a se- in my opinion, you guys are gonna I'm gonna get massacred by probably anyone that listens to this. Israel's the best fighter ever, and he's nah. only tw- what is he? So- and the reason why, <laughs> no. And, no, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. And the reason why I say this is because, you know, I like to think I watch enough of UFC, right? He's the most, he's the most patient fighter. And I do not see him, Israel Adesanya's technical skills are not in doubt one of the best. But... If you compare him to John Jones, I mean he's not achieved what right John now, Jones has. Right had. now, but if right they now, fight, who's winning? Uh, to me, right John now. Jones is gonna win. I'll tell you why. Because John Jones has that experience of fighting elite fighters a lot. Look at the fighters John Jones has fought mm-hmm. defending mm-hmm. his That's tires. a good point. True, true, That's true. a good point. And, and look yeah, at the fighters yeah, Israel has fought. He can, he broke through fighting Anderson Silva. I mean, he was doing good, but he broke through fighting Anderson Silva. Then he fought Whitaker. Whitaker is a good fighter, but let's be honest. The people John Jones fought, Daniel Cormier. Like three times, right? You know? Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, I, you know, I'm going based off of... Uh, the style, man. Like I, like you they know, have, like, kind kind of have a similar style. Though. They do, they do, but he has more of a. You know, you brought up the kicks about John Jones. Yes, <laughs> well, of course, of yeah. course. His it is one of high. It's one of his highlights. Izzy's kicks is up there. Right, right up there with John Jones. John Jones doesn't have a better kick 
than Izzy. Izzy doesn't have a better kick than John Jones. It's probably the same exact level. But I'm telling you, Izzy's patience is majestic. It's it's he doesn't he you know what I love about him? Mm-hmm. He controls his mind and body as soon as that bell goes off. <laughs> he controls like he talks all this nonsense. This time to a UFC podcast. <laughs> No, no, but it, you know, <laughs> but it's good, it's good. But you know, it is, you know, it is what it is. You know, I love, I love, love, love his, his, his calmness, his demeanor, and, you know, Paulo Costa. That you know, he's not the best fighter, but he went into that fight and he had a game plan mm-hmm. and he dominated. He went after that right leg. I think it was the right leg, right? Or whatever the case was. He went after the right leg. He was like, I'm going to keep breaking down this right leg as soon as he comes back, counter. I think Paul Acosta went to, into the Israel Adesanya Costa fight. It's too emotional. Too mm. emotional. He was too emotional going into that fight and he was just trying to hurt Izzy. But he didn't realize that Izzy is good at controlling fights so when costa was punching all this with all this effort that's why he got gassed out and got knocked out mm-hmm. and i could tell costa was getting gassed out because he couldn't handle his movement and when izzy was kicking him with the leg and everything costa was getting frustrated and when he got frustrated that's when easy had him in the pedal stone mm-hmm. and that's how he finished the fight because he knew i got this guy what else can he do let me finish him off. And you know, the smart fighters know that if you're going with too much emotions in a fight and you're losing the fight and you keep on throwing tantrums, you know, throwing tantrums, punch, no, it won't work. I agree. I agree. You got to calculate. And that's what Easy did. Calculate it. And I'll tell you something. You know who's one of the best strikers in the UFC? As much as people say he's a showman, Conor McGregor is one of the best strikers in the UFC. Hands down. He yeah. is one of the best strikers. No he is so accurate. Conor McGregor's strikes are so accurate. I think he's a good guy, too. Like Let's, let's kind of put he, this on the table. He's a showman. He's yeah. a showman. He do it for me. Look at what he is. But still. Not that showing. He's making money off the showing. Cause Did you see but how still, much he's making? Even, listen, even... Hold on, hold on. No, you you ahead, can make that, po- that point. But even... With being a showman, I don't know if you could make some, like make jokes about somebody's religion in a yeah, public form and and still be a good person. You know, like yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah, him personally, yeah. but it's pretty like especially like Khabib like is very serious about his religion. Can you we know? look something up real quick? I just want to off topic. Let's see how much this guy makes off of his uh. Off off his he whiskey. makes a lot off his off his liquor. You guys know how much this that guy proper makes 12, off his, Oh, proper twelve oh, whiskey. He's making a lot of money. You know, last a year. You know, a year. You, you a watched year. the, the Javante Davis, Leo Santa Cruz fight. He no, was a sponsor in that. Really? Didn't yeah, that's not. You know, Javante Davis is. Mm-hmm. Uh, he works out in Mayweather's camp. He's. Mayweather, just is, won, right? Mayweather, yeah, Javante Davis, he's in Mayweather's gym, practically in Mayweather's promotions. So let me Good say this. Him. I don't want to box him too much. I did see that knockout. Boy! Boy! Ooh. Oh, man! That was so That man was nice. <laughs> was that the third round? Fifth round? Sixth, like the sixth round. It was the sixth? Oh, boy. Sixth round. I got to get hit. So what sixth round. What you knocked him out cold. Uh, hold on, hold on. So, so, so proper... Uh, Proper 12, 
has already um, sold over a billion dollars worth. Mm-hmm. Like, if they've had a billion dollars worth of sales. Um, McGregor is a businessman, I'm telling you. He, from, and in 20, 2020 alone, he earned 48 million from Proper 12. Oh my god. Yeah. 48 And that's, yeah, that's just one of his businesses. One know? of his businesses. So I, I respect that, of course, but, you know. Think about. $48 million. About, think about how much money he really made from talking about someone else's religion. Like, none. None. <laughs> and none. made no difference, but he still went there. You know what it is, too? He probably, you know, I'm still going to stick with Connor being a good guy. The only reason why I feel like he went to that extreme, that level, is to kind of play a game, right? To kind of get in his head, yeah. get him over-emotional. Yeah, and to get him over-emotional and, like, you know, over-emotional in the fight. Like the Paulo Costa, like Connor Leroy was talking about. But doesn't that that talk to how good of a fighter Khabib is? Because he went into that. It's a phenomenal. Completely with emotion. And he, and he whooped his ass. But not. But he didn't lose his father. father. He didn't lose his father for that fight. He lost his father before this fight right here. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like Khabib went into the Justin Gaethje fight, Mm. having lost his father. And how did he? And I don't know what was broken. And he had a broken bone. I can't even imagine. And his foot. Yeah. He had a broken bone on his foot, but he recovered a little bit. But he, I mean, if you have a broken, bone, a broken bone, yeah. So the thing is that Khabib went into that fight with so many emotions, just trying to. I think Khabib went into that fight, trying to, you know, do it for his father. And he delivered. Khabib went into that fight for his father, and that's why after the fight he retired. He retired after the fight. Right, right. He said, yeah. I can't... He, this is what he retired said. He said, he said, I can't... This was my last fight. I can't do this without my father. My father has been has been with me my whole fighting li- career, my whole fighting life. So I can't do this without my father because he's not here anymore. I can't do it anymore. And you can... And in, in those words, you can understand how much his father... Put into Khabib's mm. game, you know. Absolutely, Khabib. I, I feel like Khabib is not the same without his father, because his father was a good coach, and I saw the videos. He's a very good coach, and Khabib, he mentored Khabib throughout the fights. And the fact that Khabib said he can't do it without his father is me. Trust me, me, you, and you, Jeremy. We can understand what he's going through. Mm-hmm. Because you don't know, because we don't know that we don't know Khabib, we don't know his father, so you don't know how much emotions and mindset went behind all the training and all the fights. Absolutely, you know. So, yeah, can we can we kind of change the tune right now to a different type of sport? Is that okay? Okay. All right. So I just want to say one thing. All right. So we're gonna go to a different sport. All right. <laughs> not baseball, please. Definitely not, not baseball. Definitely not baseball. <laughs> I know it's going to involve a South Beach team. <laughs> no, 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 it's not. It's, oh, no? I actually know it's going to deal with a Florida. Well, I could say the new New England team. The new New England team. <laughs> let's, uh, let's, let's talk about how the Buccaneers are the new Patriots. It's oh, not a thing. Wow. It's not a thing. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. It's not let's a thing. Let's, let's talk, talk about, about that. Let's talk about how much they spent on their roster. Mm-hmm. They have two Patriots players. 
Right. One. Well, three. 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 Even though Antonio Brown was on that team for three and a half minutes. Okay. He hasn't played yet. But. No, you see, he's got to He's still on the roster. Still on the roster. Okay. Come from the Pats. And, okay. you know, let's be honest. I understand Jer- uh, Free has a lot of emotion, you know, dictating on this. But let's be honest here. That's a Patriots-looking style. No, it, it's not. It, you know why? Because the Patriots never spent money on players. Oh, that's mm-hmm. not true. It that's is no, true. it is true. Antonio They've, Brown, uh, like they didn't have a team for what two years out of the freaking legacy and dynasty Jeremy, that they had. No, they never. They, they the, never do. They never paid for players. They the one the closest roster. the closest look at this roster real quick. to the Buccaneers is when they had Randy Moss and a bunch of other veterans that they actually paid money for, and they didn't win a Super Bowl that season. So. Other than that, Bill Belichick has always played the way that they're playing this year with next man up mentality. That's always been their motto. And they play with, like, practice squad players and end up in the playoffs every year. Obviously, they don't, won't be this year. But this is a really bad team right now. And, like, even... So they have Cam Newton right now. He's getting paid a million dollars. Is that bad? Good? That's terrible. This is a former MVP. Well, he's not playing like it. He's not. He's not. But I'm saying... <laughs> no, he is. If you watch today's game, Cam Newton couldn't do anything about it because the defense were playing very... If you watch today's game, the Patriots game, the defense were very lacking. And yeah. Cam Newton did everything he could do to help the team. He got okay. He got some sacks and he dropped the ball um, 10 seconds, 14 seconds away from yeah. it. No, but... but Cam Newton did everything he did, and he, the reason why Patriots scored 21 points is Cam Newton. Cam, yes, but at the same time, fumbling in that situation is he, inexcusable. But, but like, he, didn't, he didn't actually fumble. If you no, look, he did fumble. If you look at the video, the, the tackler punched the ball what's, what's from it, his what's head. It, what's it say in the, the stats? It says it's a fumble, but... That's what a fumble is, though. That's what a fumble, it's a fumble is. It's a fumble, but let's look at it in a different approach. If I'm if I'm kind of if I'm kind it was a good tackle if I'm kind the ball and you punch it out of me and it slips away. But if Listen, you hold the ball good enough. But he's a he's a quarterback. He's but he's a running, running quarterback. But he's he's been yeah, running his whole life. You know, his, his whole Newton, career. He's he's looking to pass and he run it and he was holding the ball does well. That loss fall, does that loss fall? Does that loss fall? He 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 lost to he 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 lost the ball because they it was lost. a good tackle. They lost very good tackle. Cause that Jeremy. that that carry was as bad as his kids' names. No, imagine <laughs> if yes, you're holding the ball. If you're holding the ball, take for example, you're holding the ball like this, and I'm tackling you from behind and punch the ball. You but know, why? You know, listen, listen, listen. He he's had a former he, and the tackler came in, but you know that's. But why? Why you listen? The there was like forty seconds left, right? You were in field goal range. We're in the we're in the red zone at that mm-hmm. point. Why are you running with the ball like this? Because that's the best thing he did. he scored a touchdown from that. So he was trying to advance the play. But the game was tied as with without. He wasn't tied. No, no. He was twenty one. No, I know. I'm saying, but as. If he doesn't fumble, it's a chip shot for a field goal. Yeah, I know, but he was he was trying to drive the team to feel more field goal range and probably get something off it. And the fact that the tackle, it was a good tackle. Honestly, to me, I don't blame Cam Newton for that. 
So, I don't blame him from the, for the loss. It was just a good I tackle. Blame him for the loss. I don't blame I him for the loss. He did all he could. He scored he did all he touchdown. Could. He did all he could. And he passed all the yards he, he could do. But, but the defense the didn't come up. It's simple, it's simple as this. The fumble New is England's his fault. defense is messed up right now. True. They the have Patriots a ton of opt-outs. Defense, Patriots mm. defense is messed up right now. They don't know what they're doing. Easy catches. They're not a good. How you guys doing? Uh, my name is Leroy, as you know. Um, this is my podcast, and my co-hosts are not here with me. They had something to do. They have different things, that, agendas. Anyway, let's talk about today's games, especially City against Tottenham. Like, Mourinho came with a perfect game plan to play against Pep Guardiola and implemented it. Because Guardiola was, you know how Man City played. Attack, attack, scores many goals, and they're still smart, and they still play good. But Mourinho shows you how good Mourinho is that he knew that's not the way to go. We're not going to play with that game. We're going to defend a little bit, counterattacks, go. And Mourinho implemented so much on counterattacks in that game. It's crazy. Because every time they're defending and they got a break, energetic, everyone, and Talk to me. Talk to me about when you brought Lasso on. Brought Lasso on. Lasso, not even two minutes in the game, scored a goal. Mourinho is smart. He knows what to do. He knows the tactics. He knows when to open up the game. And that's something about him that people don't realize that as much as you guys think he's oh, puck the bus, puck the bus. Yeah, he pucks the bus when he needs to. But he 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 knows how to control the game. He knows how to read the game. He knows what to do right and wrong. What to do right or wrong. He knows it very well. He is a very accomplished coach. You know, he won the, he won the Champions League with Porto. Porto was not a bad team, but it was no one would have expected that. He has accomplished so many achievements that you got to put respect on his name. And how about Chelsea against Newcastle? Timo Werner... I, I'm sorry to say this, but Timo Werner shouldn't be playing on the left wing. Timo Werner is a striker. He's a target man. And I feel like Frank Lampard is accommodating Tammy Abraham. He's accommodating him. Because I feel like Timo Werner can do a better job, but he wants to keep Tommy in the team. He wants to keep Tommy Abraham in the team. And so he has to divert to putting Timo on the wing. But I feel like there's some players, there's some players in the league that you look, okay, he's good, but he can be better. Like Deli Ali. Deli Ali is one of one of the one of the best attacking midfielders in the Premier League. I'm sorry to say it, but it's the truth. But he's just been falling off lately and he's been blackballed like the coach doesn't even want to play him anymore. Because Mourinho, Mourinho doesn't care what you've done. Mourinho cares about what do you do at the moment. He doesn't care about, oh, you had a good season last season. But this season, you're slacking. If, if you watch the documentary, you can, you can understand what I'm saying. Mourinho already thinks that Ali is a lazy player. But Ali is a good player. But let's get this thing straight. And... People come to me and tell me Liverpool are, going, are not going to win the Champions League, Champions League this season. They're not going to win the Premier League this season. 
What makes you think that? It's not the fact that they they will not win. Like you're so sure they won't win. Why? Because they won last season. So that's done. And I I feel like a lot of supporters of Liverpool don't understand the the history behind it. Because the history goes deep. And you have to realize the history goes deep. Liverpool was one of the oldest clubs to be formed in England. And they were doing so good and people hated it. Same thing as in American terms. New England Patriots started winning. Okay, we hate you. That's the same thing. So they started hating Liverpool because they were winning too much. And I know Manchester United fans who love seeing Liverpool lose. It's it's a bread and butter. When a Manchester United fan says Liverpool lose, oh, they love it. They love it. They love it. And I wish I had my co-host here to talk with me and <laughs> make some jokes and all that. But it's fine. In other news, have you ever seen, have you ever seen how much effort, how much effort they put into Tuck telling us that he's injured or he cannot play. But deep down, you know that he's not injured. Probably some situations in the club. Like, I'm pretty sure Paul Pogba isn't that injured. He could have played. But I don't know. It's it's football. You don't know. You don't know. I'm just probably I'm just talking reckless, but I'm telling you the truth. These things have deeper meanings, and that's the point about it. So thank you for the podcast. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Okay, um let's talk about Champions League games this week. Champions League games this week. Um, hey, welcome to our podcast, and I'm here with uh, Will. Goes by the name King Yan, one of a kind, from the motherland himself, the way he presents himself. Anyway, um, I want I want to discuss something about the Premier League and how we think the discussions and um, even the analysis went, and beyond that. The scores went and how some teams would have performed better. So, Will, how do you think Leeds would have performed better against West Ham? First off, you don't just jump to Leeds United and West Ham. One is a freaking Manchester City in the Manchester United mm-hmm. game. Like it's, it is a Manchester derby. Like you have to start from the top. And then you come to the bottom. Mm-hmm. So first off, let me make a correction with my name. My name <laughs> is Franken Nyan. I love Will. Look at him. Franken. <laughs> it's simple. It's F R I E N D K I N G. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> like you, my friend, and I'm the king. It's friend King. So if you're gonna call the shot, it's King Nyan. So you make sure. You get that right. You know what I'm saying? So if you can't get that right, you can't get my name wrong. But with that being said, let's go to the Premier League. 
I'm to a the main Man- focus. Yeah, hey, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Focus, yeah. I'm a Manchester United fan, all right? I've been a Manchester United fan for almost 21 years. My very first Manchester United game, I owned a new Manchester United as a team in a red shirt. So, and Will, what do you think in a way that, how do you feel about Manchester United through the years that you've lived as a fan, through as, the years as you've grown older? How do you feel that Manchester United have treated you as a fan? I, I have new Manchester United to be a glorious team. Uh-huh. So, no matter through the rain, through the drought, you still stick with them in a way that is solidarity. Of course. So you're not a bandwagoner. You just stay. Hell on, no. Yeah. First off, we're watching the game. Mm-hmm. You are trying to joke around today. What the te- what did yeah. I tell you? But it's Shut fine. the hell up. Uh. It's it's a Manchester <laughs> derby. That's you know true. What I'm exactly. Also, also get in your skin, you can. But you, like, you can. And I told you, I'm too focused on the yeah. game. But how you? How do you feel about honestly? How do you feel about the direction that Manchester United is going? Is it positive or is it just like stagnant? At this point, like, right uh, now. Yeah. Other than the Champions League garbage that we played last week, mm-hmm. it is positive for me. Mm-hmm. It is positive. Why do you say so? It, it is positive in the sense that we are signing players that make sense. Mm-hmm. Before I feel like we're just signing players just for signing them. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the last game that we played in the Champions League that could have cut the fire against us. P- it was it P- No, yeah, Leipzig. Against the team that um, against the German team. But right? Leipzig is a good team. So. Doesn't matter. But my brother Colin and I was discussing a formation that we think is going to help Manchester United so much. And that's the Diamond Mayfield. Mm-hmm. The funny thing is we never used the Diamond Mayfield in the Champions League. And sadly, we have... An elite player like Paul Popa on the bench in the Champions League. Like, literally, when I saw the formation I, uh-huh. one hour before the game start, I posted on my Facebook and account. And that's, that's hold very on, true. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. I posted on my Facebook account, right? My, mm-hmm. my, my status was, mm-hmm. I guess our coach is not trying to qualify for the mm-hmm. round of 16. He'd rather go play in the Europa. And that goes back to my point, though. I was saying, like, he had a very good player on the bench and... If you realize that he he has to take measures that will guarantee his team towards a place that they can actually, you know, play more competitive football like Champions League. And the fact that Paul Pogba came, I know Paul Pogba came from injuries, but that doesn't mean that you put him on the bench, you play him over, you play McTominay over him, you play Fred over him. It doesn't make sense to me. But, 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 but anyway, but, but, come, you know, t- come um, to think about it, right? Fred, nothing against Fred, but you know, come Fred is just a it. very stupid player the way he plays. Hell no. He's, he's hard working, but he, he's very reckless. I don't, what you I mean, you don't, you don't need reckless players in your team. Come to think about it, right? Goes down the car, push comes to serve. Push comes to shove. I would rather Fred. Die to die. Like, even will, if the, uh, I'll take you back to like, push comes to shove. Gerard was being disciplined. Lampard was being disciplined, Bruh. and sports calls have been disciplined. Roy Bruh. Kane was a oh, was a hothead. So you're gonna but say, he was still the cap- but that's what no I'm trying to say. Like, ever had no, but the-, the thing is that he keeps on he keeps on making himself put himself in a situation that he can't get away from. What do you mean? Because I mean, like, first check. of all, he's not he's not world class, and he messes up a lot. No, and, no, mm-hmm. no, no, no. That's the mistake. Mm-hmm. Fred is underrated and is he's sad. not underrated. No, 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 no. He, he is not at all. You think Fred is rated the way he is? He loses a, what point a lot of times. What happened? What was my reaction 
when Fred got hit on the left side today. You think Fred can actually hold the midfield? You must be... Move Fred from Manchester United defensive midfield. Who the hell Manchester United you got to cover exactly. the Exactly. Who? He has bought all these players. Who do they have to cover up his space? Exactly. You have no one. You bought all these players with so much money. You still have no one that can... Chelsea have Kante, Jorginho. But you guys have no one. For hog. That's a good plan. Because this, this idiot Liverpool fan is on his podcast talking podcast. about Fred is not a good player for Manchester United. He's a good I'm, player, I'm but not for, slapping him. Not for Man U. He's a good player, but not for Manchester United. He, needs, he deserves better. You see, you see what you left me with? Who are you talking to? Colin. All right, boss. So we're good for tomorrow. We're good then. Oh. Hmm. What oh, um oh. Yeah, I, right. so we so, had to get a break right, so and we're good. We're good. Right. get a break as my friend went well, still, for still for you know like uh, gather his Manchester United tactics or probably, probably Bathroom break, I don't know. He's one of the people that, you know, like, sometimes you got to realize that, oh. You know, Manchester United fans are never the best. But sometimes, you know, I like him. He's one of my... I love him. I love him. His name is William. William Kenyon. He's one of the best friends I have. You know, that. If you're going to say the name, bro, you're going to say the whole name. And I don't know how to say his name Oh, it's, it's okay. It's I'll, let, I'll, let, I'll let him. So, I'll I'm him. back. All right. So, let's talk about this. Fred. Back to Fred. Dude, there is no chance. No chance. What do you mean by no chance? Let, let me explain myself. Fred missing a Mr. United midfield in the last game of the, of the Champions League. When he got the, the, the he accumulated the, the double yellow that gave him the red. So, you think that gave him an opportunity? That, that's one thing we suffer from. We didn't have a player that would sit in front of the defense to execute. The one that does, does the dead work before the ball gets to and the defender or checks in for the ball. You have to understand the way, the way King is Yan, a back-to-back player. King Yan, the will, Prince, the almighty savior, Zeus is speaking. Seems like Manchester United has gotten hold of him. He doesn't understand that his team is fading, and that's the thing we got to No, improve. my team was, <laughs> point of correction, my team faded after Sir Ellis Ferguson. And what are you trying to do? What are you right trying to do Right now, we're building, and we're getting there right now. Are you really safe dealing with it, watching everybody else play the big teams like Liverpool, Arsenal? Can you, can you, you count the big... Arsenal, oh my God, that was Can you count mistake. the big six without Manchester United? Can I say can I say Liverpool? Can I say Chelsea? Can I say Tottenham? Even Tottenham is is big six right now. We have now. more Champions League than you. I mean, no, more Premier League than you. You have Tottenham. more Champions League than me, but yeah. I have more Premier League than you. So that makes you feel like you look at your club. It's been declining every single day, every single day. So you can come here and tell me Liverpool are not going up. I and still United have more Premier League down. than you. Listen. 
Liverpool and way better situation. Then when did you even get than Manchester United is because when did you start getting in a situation? Have you seen how many Manchester United are making desperate signings? Van der Beek. What? Van der Beek. He's on the bench. You bought him for how much? How long? How long the first play on the bench before he became a starter? And Liverpool, the players that we're playing with, we Mm -hmm. had them. Two seasons ago, mm-hmm. when I started lineup, mm-hmm. and you guys are trying to sign players to keep up with them. Even even Tottenham and Chelsea so, are better than Manchester United, so, and that's what it got. So God crossed my heart. Manchester United and Chelsea, Manchester Manchester City and Chelsea are be- better than getting hiccups. Are better than Manchester United. So hey, there's no Manchester United fan that can come and tell me that they are. Ah, oh, big dogs in the Premier League. But mm. what are you saying? Mm. You have no position in the Premier League to actually put a stance like you. Shit, you were graduated back to the Europa League this week. So don't even come in and talk like you are. You are forced to contend with. Mm. You are not as a as a Manchester United team. You are not a force. And I'm I'm not. I'm not talking about it because I'm a Liverpool fan. Mm. I am talking about it because it is the truth that Manchester United fans can agree with me that mm. Manchester United needs change. And it needs change because it is not that Manchester United that we're used to, you know? Not the Manchester United that we're used to, like the, like people playing play against. Nowadays, the people against Manchester United, they're not that scared as back in the day if you play against Manchester United. Sure. Oh. You can, know, I, can you, I say something now? You know, like, you know... Like, okay, you, can, I you, say, you, can I say something? Yeah. All right. Um, Liverpool was in a group with Atleta, right? Mm-hmm. The Italian team. That's a good team. Ajax. That's, that's, those are two good teams. What do you mean? In a team named... Atalanta was in the quarterfinals. Hold up. What do you mean? In a team name, I cannot even pronounce some... Meti Land, Metash Land, Mi- or whatever. Michelland. Right? Michelin. Right? Yeah. Let me guess. Oh, and they still finish at 13 points, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. Yeah, hold up, hold up. Hold Atalanta, up. Atalanta beat us. Hold up. You are in a group with a. Now with the IS from last Premier League. The IS that have been. What's the, what's the word I'm looking for? Diluted. The eyes that have been taken apart. The eyes that all the key players were sold to bigger club teams. One of which we have at Manchester. Another one at Barcelona. You want me to keep going? But keep that going. team was literally, like, I don't even know, split apart, ripped apart. All the key, they were like Arsenal. They like a business team. They saw all the good players. That's the group Liverpool was in. But oh no 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 hold on hold on hold, no 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 hold on hold on. Okay. Oh, and then the Manchester United happened to be in a group with PSG in the French league. Who won it? No 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 wait wait wait. Who won the French league? On your own. I, I, sorry, I'm not a, I'm not a native doctor. Who won the French League? Mm-hmm. Who won the French League last season? PSG. Oh, 
Okay. Who finished second in the Gemma's League last season? Yeah. Leipzig. Oh, oh. Okay. Who won the Turkish League last season? What's the name? I don't even, I can't even pronounce Oh, Istanbul. Yeah. Istanbul, I mean, if you would say that way. Right? So, I'm literally in a group with a French champion, the Turkish champion, and the second place team in well, the German uh, yeah. League. You the take, same you team. Take, you take the same team. Yes. That that I will tell you, today we will complain about this thing, I will tell mm. you. You mm. think that will give you an opportunity to actually say that you had a lesser situation in qualifying no, than other teams? No, you do not have. You are, you are, the group say how many teams have had b- bad group stages and qualified? Wait, wait, so it's hold not on. an excuse I can give Chelsea, you. Chelsea was in, in a group. Exactly. With, don't oh, give yourself no, 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 wait, give yourself wait, excuse let me give you, Chelsea you group. Attack, let me get Chelsea group. You didn't qualify. You guys Savilla, are Savilla messed from up Spain, from the, um, You guys are messed up from the start. Cronodad, I don't even know what country is Cronodad. Cronodad you guys Cronodad are messed from, up from the start. You guys I don't know listen from the Premier League bruh, to the Champions League. You guys are messed bruh. up from the start. Look at Chelsea Group. I don't even know where most of them teams from other than other than this team. Where they from? I think uh Renis, Renis. They might be from France. Okay, we're gonna wrap it up. Right? Um, exactly. Thank you. So you can't you put me in a group with Bristol champions and I lost my last game. I mean the last game that we lost, I'm not even gonna lie, is the Kosh Ford. He put in a dumb team. Well, but at the end of the day, I'm still 100% united. And uh, this weekend, this weekend update is the 183rd Manchester Derby. And we have, we have the worst record this season on our home turf at the Old Trafford. I am, uh, Unfortunately for Man City... It's this a tie. So I call that a win. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm good. He's, he's good. I'm good. He's I good. came from being in, in 15. Out, I came from being a, the 15th place. And I'm in 7. I'm okay. still in front of Man City. So hello. Um, thank you and welcome. And it, it was a good opportunity and a platform for... Me and my crazy book called Will, the one of a kind. Anybody can replace Will. Dala Dala Bill. Will, how do you feel, Will? I feel good. He's feeling good. Yeah, he's feeling like a zala zala zing. Will, how you feeling again? How what? How you feeling again? I feel personally. <laughs> how you feeling, bro? You feeling good? I am feeling great right now. I you are, lose, I and I'll, I'll bring Will back. So I, I want, I, I, I want him. I don't, I don't respect because I respect him a lot. I would let him, like, uh, do an outro for himself towards the end of the First podcast. Time. So Will, take take the stage. And I'm just saying, right? Again. This guy keep missing my, my, my name. It's Friend King. F-R-I-E-N-D-K-I-N-G. It's Will Friend King. You know what I'm saying? King for short. But it's the Manchester David. I feel great. 
One, I'm on my home turf where I have the worst record this season and I didn't lose against my Ash River. So I'm still standing good. As much as Liverpool and Manchester United have a great Good Lord. A great uh, rivalry. Go a Manchester derby is still crazy. It is 183 minutes. Because I have more trophies than... Okay, let's say, Other than Liverpool in the English Premier League or in England, which other team can compete with Manchester United he's in the land of trophies? He's, he's living in the past, guys. What past? He's living in a past. Dude, it took you 30 years to win the Premier League. <laughs> How is that a pass? Now we go again with it. It took you 30 now years. Now we go again you with it. You just won the Premier League. Now we go again with the daggers that work for once in a lifetime but don't work anymore. Ooh. Oh, oh, that's funny. Okay. That's funny. Then go the, with it. All the last season. All the last season. Since the Premier League became Premier League, when have you won it? We're gonna wrap it up, saying we're gonna wrap this up because um, it's been a good time, man. The podcast has been amazing, and I can't wait for you guys to hear it. And I'm sorry that I brought uh, my crazy friend, who's a good friend of mine. He's lovely. Listen, let's be around with. He's 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 he has Any, good energy. Anytime he I ever show up on the podcast, I'm gonna guarantee you, <laughs> it's a united, it's a united thing. The funny thing is. This fool is recording his podcast in the <laughs> Manchester United house. Man, you, we literally, we have two you, TV screens. I, to, I told you he's right? crazy. Right? Yeah. We have two TVs. It's, it's, fine, it's, 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 it's a bar I'm in that, my house. I'm that, I'm that, I have so. that much confidence. <laughs> so we got two screens that we just watched Chelsea getting whooped by Everton. <laughs> so it's a lot of that. Listen. Hello. No, don't listen to him, man. He's good. Okay. London, Thank London, Derby's are going yes, on. And we are. And, and Mercedes. Thank you. And, and you. Come on, man. I'm you. having a good day. I'm going to drink some, some rare scribes and enjoy myself. All right?